This episode is brought to you by State Farm. From your morning podcast to your afternoon playlist, State Farm knows you personalize your entire day. And that's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with the State Farm Personal Price Plan. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. And it was uh, from that night out that we just spent the night together and then just continued to drink constantly throughout that whole summer. Yeah, and I don't think we've ever really stopped drinking since. That, that was our friendship, pretty much revolved around football and drinking. Moving on from those, this is the same year we did Hip To Be A Hipster. Yeah, so this is probably the first proper official thing we ever did. This was big. Yeah. BBC Three. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first time on screen I was just described as Jack's friend. Yeah, it came up Stevie underneath <laughs> Jack's friend. And nothing, nothing's ever changed. I couldn't come back to Norwich often. So yeah. we'd still talk all the time and still like play FIFA and stuff online. Yeah. But I just wouldn't be with you in Norwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, then, and, then, and then we decided because you live in Bristol and I live in Norwich, a good way to regularly do stuff together would be to meet um, halfway, which is in London, to do to do the podcast, to do this podcast exactly. that people are listening to now. Since then, just it's got it's gone from strength to strength. Jack Mates Happy Hour. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Jack Mates Happy Hour. Last week, I think last week, you see, times, I'm getting mixed up with times at the moment, guys. I can't lie, we're in this quarantine nightmare. I don't know whether it's Monday, it could be Thursday morning, it could be Saturday afternoon, I don't know. It's like, I don't know about you, Stevie, but it feels like, you know, that weird week after Christmas and then New Year's Day. I work all the time, it makes no difference to me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I never work. So that's, that's, You've never worked. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, so what I was saying is I think last week's episode was the big, uh, the big pub quiz, wasn't it? It should have been, yeah. Depending on, <laughs> Depending on if we've got any kind of structure or any kind of order going. Um, I did make a promise in January that we were going to upload twice a week, the, the main show and then the spin-off happy half hour on the Friday. Um, to be honest, I'll be honest with you, I've lost a lot of passion for it at the moment. Just with You've been struggling. With everything else that's been going. I, I, I really thought that the podcast was getting somewhere. We had some big, big guests and stuff like that. And, and, and I love being in that studio and doing it remotely. I know that's what everyone's doing and I'm just going to have to suck it up and do it. But I still want the content to be decent. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same in many um, different ways. The first one, the elephant in the room, is that uh, Jordan is, uh, is no longer here. Doody Rhino is no longer part of the show. We did release a statement about it. We won't go into it too much. It's all good. Uh, there's no bad blood there. Um, and I'm sure he'll be back on in future episodes for conspiracy shows and stuff like that. Um, and to kind of tie in with that, we thought today 
what we would do because there's always kind of been question marks over who you are really (laughs) (laughs) well even when we did the tweet or when you did the tweet from the happy hour account saying that jordan wasn't going to be on anymore Mm. i saw one of the replies was something along the lines of stevie must have something really dark on jack yeah for it not to be him that's gone (laughs) um which you do i do but also i feel like people don't realize we've been friends for like eight or nine years now yeah 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 and a lot of people a lot of your kind of i wouldn't say you've got a lot but your little haters online um i have a few (laughs) yeah they do question why why it's not you that's that's leaving um i'll tell you why off the bat because you're the only one that will laugh at my jokes Exactly. That's what you need. (laughs) Without me, you're nothing. (laughs) That's very, very true. So we thought we'd do an episode that's kind of like a Stevie White, White, White special, if you like, like, like. Don't say uh... that, because they'll be turning off. (laughs) It's a a special of our friendship and everything we've been through together. I like that you call it a friendship. Uh, Relationship. Mm, that's a bit too far. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and again, uh, I'm a very honest man. I'd like to admit that I, my research for this show is precisely fuck all. So you've written out a list. of This is, this is what I've done for it. I've right. written a list, which yeah. we'll go through. Yeah. Firstly, it's in date order. Oh, wow. Organized. And then also, I've written a little Stevie Love Jack thing at the top. Yeah, yeah. So, that's how it should be. I like it. I like it. It's cute. So, so what um, I've actually done, it's, it's not a list of everything. It's a list in each year with small little notes. And I thought, if I say a word to you, you'll be able to be straight off the bat. We should be able to talk about it. And hopefully, it'll be interesting to the listener. Okay, this is quite a good game. This is a game that other people could probably play um, during their with quarantine. Their friends, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if one of you in, in, a, in a friendship of two or more i guess you could do more uh i don't know what it's like to have more than one friend really but i can imagine (laughs) um yeah write out a list of like 10 words that relate to scenarios or or times in your life where both of you were present and uh see if the other one can guess and elaborate on it which is what i'm gonna try and i'm gonna try to do now so stevie if you want to kick us off what What i'm hoping could be quite interesting about this as well Mm -hmm. is how we might both view the same story in a completely different way. Okay. And then people at home might do the same with their friends because they're right. only going to remember the story from their point of view. How many of the stories are going to stitch me up? Um, I've got... Not many. I think I've been quite nice to you. All right. I'm okay. I, I think. All um, right. So, cool. obviously, we go, we go back to the start. Yeah. The first time we met. And from what... So, the way I actually researched this is the weirdest way. Mm-hmm. I just went on my Instagram... Scrolled yeah. right back to the start because I actually know I only started Instagram after meeting you anyway. Right. Because I wasn't I wasn't a very online person at all. Not. That makes sense before. And then you made so for me and thought, oh, I better leech off this a bit. So Exactly. Make- and I'm still doing it to this day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Um so I went back right to the my start of Instagram and just went through. And some of the posts I've still got on there of us are mm-hmm. rank. Yeah. So, I- Okay, yeah, Instagram is like a scrapbook, though. That's why I like it. Like, I, I genuinely think if I didn't have any followers on there, I'd still use it. I like to yeah, think so anyway. 
that's all I use Facebook for now, to be fair, mm. like old photos. I don't post on Facebook at all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Insta- Instagram, I wouldn't delete anything just because it's nice to be able to do things like this. We yeah. go back and see everything. Yeah. And I forgot some of the things we've been through until I went through this list. All right, kick it off then. First one. Okay, so we start with us meeting. This is yep. actually just before the old Instagram, but it's an obvious story. And I think, I don't know if we've ever gone into detail with it, but I think you know what it is. Batman costume. Yeah, so I've just started a new YouTube channel, which a couple of days ago, because I knew this would come up, I actually checked if it's still online. And unfortunately for me, it is. It's got two, oh, wow. It's got two videos on it. This specific video that you're referencing isn't on there, though. But uh, I started a YouTube channel with another friend of mine called um, Jason. We no longer speak for uh, <laughs> reasons that I've mentioned on the podcast before. <laughs> certain Halloween nights and stuff like that. Uh, big fans of Happy Hour can put two and two together there, I'm sure. But I'll leave it at that for now. Um, yeah, and I need. We were doing a. We were doing a comedy sketch. I use the term comedy very loosely. Um, <laughs> and I needed to borrow a Batman outfit. And I think I put a tweet out. No, I didn't. I put a Facebook status out. And um, somebody linked you. A in. friend of a friend. Yeah. And she was quite weird about it, if I remember rightly. Cause, she? Yeah, because she. I don't know if it's because she wanted to see you or something. But I remember me just being like, "Oh, he he lives right near me." And um, her just being like, oh, yeah, but if you just give it to me. And I was like, you live nowhere near me. This makes, <laughs> makes more sense if I can just, if you can message him and tell him just to meet me and I'll give it to him. Yeah. I didn't have a clue who you were. I, don't, I, I think back then the only thing I knew on YouTube was KSI. Right, yeah, yeah. And the um, rape face. You were really into the rape face, weren't you? <laughs> Big <laughs> I actually used to, obviously, at, when I was that age, I found KSI really funny. Mm-hmm. And actually, the other day I watched, um, me and my housemates sat and watched a whole hour episode of the side men's spend a hundred grand in a day or something. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. KSI just went around throwing money at people. Yeah, yeah. He, he was brilliant in that. That's 80% of his content now. That's good. I wish yeah. I was there when he was throwing the money. <laughs> right, so you met me. You met me with the... To, what, so you did... I met you and Jason. Um, right. And we met as the car park, I think. No, I think it was outside, uh, outside of Weatherspoons, actually, boy. Yeah. If yeah, I remember that, rightly. The yeah. What, and you didn't know who I was? No. Oh, you bastard. I I th- you only had like 15,000 subscribers at the time. You yeah. didn't have much. True. Um, True. So, yeah, we met and I gave it to you. Do you want to explain what the sketch was to people? I feel like they deserve to know now. It was shite. It was absolutely shite. It was that me okay. and my... Just explain the punchline. So, that's yeah, yeah. The whole so, point. so Jack and Jace, the two main guys in this sketch duo, were um, were, were they were kind of like the social outcasts, a little bit in betweenery, if you like. And we'd been invited, I think, to a really cool, fancy dress party. So I said to Jace, "Look, we need to go as Batman and Robin. They're like the two fictional characters everyone wants to be. Really, Batman more than Robin, admittedly." Um, so I was I Batman or was he Batman? No, he was Batman. He, he yeah, got, he, he was a be, he's a much better looking man than me. So he he took he took on the role as Batman. I I got my I was tasked with getting the Robin outfit. I went into the bathroom. I got dressed. I came out. It was Robin Hood. It was a Robin Hood outfit, which, when written down, sounds a lot funnier than the reality. Um, got about two thousand views, and then we deleted it. Yep. Um, so I'm, <laughs> so, glad I, I'm glad I lent you that costume. And actually, I don't remember if I ever saw that costume again after that. <laughs> you probably didn't. <laughs> it's probably went on eBay. Probably went on eBay. 15,000 subs. I need everything I can get back then. 
<laughs> but that was the start of us becoming friends. Because... At what point, though? Sorry, but at what point do you go from, hiya, mate, can I borrow this outfit? Yeah, no worries, there you go, to shall we be friends now? So, so this is where I think we might remember things slightly differently, but this right. is how I, this is a really strange and vivid memory I have that we, I was in my brother's car and we were driving, because obviously we lived right around the corner from each other. Mm-hmm. We were driving down Alsham Road right. to go and play football. Yeah. And we happened to drive past you and Jason only a few days after you borrowed my costume. Oh, right. So I shouted out of the window and was like, oh, do you want to come play football? And you said no. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> because you were going to watch football. I think you're oh. going to watch at the pub or something. Right. And then after that, I saw you on a night out. And it was oh. from that night out that we just spent the night together and then just continued to drink constantly throughout that whole summer. Yeah, and I don't think we've ever really stopped drinking since. No, but this was 2011, end of 2011 for the costume. Yeah. And then summer of 2012, which happened to be Euros, which I remember watching quite a few games with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. that, that was our friendship, pretty much revolved around football and drinking. I think I remember coming to yours to watch the Euros, um, and we were in your brother's room, I think. Was it your brother's room? And it, it, have you put the story... I don't remember this. Hang on, wait, wait, wait. So I think we were watching the Euros when we found certain objects in one of his drawers. Oh, were we? Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> I sure. Haven't written, I haven't written anything about that photo on here. Um, right. But there is a post, I don't know if it's on your Instagram, it's definitely still on mine, Yeah. of <laughs> in my brother's bedroom, we found some furry handcuffs. Yeah. <laughs> and was it a blindfold? And a blindfold, yeah. And I put and, them on and you took a picture. And we thought that would be funny. Not thinking of the fact that my brother could have actually used those during sex. Well, he probably would have <laughs> used them. And the thing is, I've just come round. I barely know you, let alone your brother. I've put the handcuffs on and the, and the blindfold. That picture's obviously made its way on uh, onto the internet. And imagine when he sees that, when he's like, who's this ginger guy with a massive jaw that's been in my <laughs> sex drawer? And what? Why is there a picture of him using the object? At least we didn't tell him about the, the dildo that I had to put up my... Oh. <laughs> no, sorry. Sorry. Right. Probably get Katie to edit that one out. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I don't but, care. Um, this, whole, this whole first year of our friendship, my notes are pretty much Batman costume. The next mm-hmm. note is summer of football and drinking. Uh-huh. And I specifically remember being in a pub with you watching um, England get knocked out. To Italy with penalties. Oh right! What was I that remember Euros? seeing that? It was Euros 2012. I think people. I think we were in the what's Artichoke. that pub on the corner? Artichoke. Yeah, that one. I think we were in there. I think a lot of people always seem to remember where they were for major footballing tournaments, don't they? Yeah, that's a depressing memory though. Which yeah. is nice of us together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where were you? Where did you watch the most recent game when when England uh, won on penalties against Colombia? I was in a pub just in centre of Bristol. I went with my housemates, but it was, I remember how hot it was that day and it was disgusting. Yeah. But I remember, I remember more importantly, the day we got knocked out again, because it yeah. was my birthday, which was lovely. Oh, was it? I was at Fort Park all day. We left yeah. Fort Park earlier than we wanted to so we could get back for the England match. Yeah. Got Domino's on the way home, came mm. in here, and then we lost. And I also got heat stroke from being at Fort Park. Oh. I spent the rest of the night in bed. Oh my fever. god! 
Horrible. That was a great day all around. Yeah, that day, that day is probably the day when, like, I've, I've, I've had two times in my life where I've, I've, I've felt true emotional pain. And I think that's when my first girlfriend broke up with me. And the second one was when we got knocked out to Croatia in the semi-finals. No, actually, there's a third time, and it's at the top of the list. And that's when Gerard scored that FA Cup equaliser in the 93rd minute to stop us What's winning that? the FA Cup. Yeah, I'm... Let's move on, because I'm getting irate thinking about it, to be honest. Okay, yeah, let's go on to a happier moment. Yeah. Ha- uh, I don't know why I've put this on here, because this is a big chance for people to dislike me more. Oh. Stevie White's Fight Night. Yeah, if I were you, I wouldn't have put this on, Stevie. Yeah, yeah. I-, I wasn't going to. And then I thought, because we'll have very contrasting opinions on this night. And we actually <laughs> fell out. In terms of you defending yourself? Yeah. We fell out a bit over this night. So Yeah, well, this is the thing. Like I when I was younger and I had a vlog channel, this is why I've grown up into be uh, grown up to be this kind of like anti-YouTuber YouTuber. And I'm so like kind of a I'm against the grain, man. Like I I the pretty reason, cool. Yeah, yeah. The reason why I don't like kind of like your stereotypical vloggers and stuff is because I once was one and then I realised how bad it makes you as a person because well, no, I can't speak for every vlogger, of course, because there's some brilliant ones out there and people like Casey Neistat and that, they smashed the game. But when I was a vlogger, it almost became, and especially when, when you're on the ladder trying to make a YouTube channel succeed, you, you kind of forget who your friends are and stuff like that. And I kind of tried to make life better for the vlog than worrying about how good it, how like how I was treating other people. So I think well, you're, you're I going mean, to... You, di- you didn't do anything wrong to me there. Right. But it, it would have been nice for it to not have been uploaded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> and now I certainly wouldn't have uploaded it. But um, looking back Look, on it, I just, was thinking... We've spoken about it a little bit, so I, I feel like I do need to explain, because if not, they're just not yeah. going to understand. Yeah. Um, we pretty much had a night out. I remember Jack and I... Um, used to do a lot of a drink called Aranjaboom. Oh, God. This, yeah, God. it's about 8%. And it was, and we downed cans of it just to try and get drunk as quick as possible and it, save money on a night out. Side note quickly, if I can interject, you, how mad is it that when we were younger, like, I, I was speaking to Fiona about this the other day, like, yeah, I'll get drunk all the time now. It's a way of life. But I will, I can drink like 10, 15 pints over the course of like a pub crawl or something yeah I, I know my limits and i pace myself but when i was like a 16 17 year old kid getting drunk in a park i would just be drinking straight vodka or eight percent mental. disgusting drinks they were horrible drinks Aranjaboom, i don't think i could touch again now no, no 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 i genuinely don't think i, could. I think it's on a similar path people may be more familiar with something like um k cider something like yes. that yeah, it, it, it's not a nice that. drink though. No. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I drank, I downed a couple of cans of that, and then the rest of the night I was just quite aggressive. It's the easiest way to put it. But um, I think one of your good friends, Tom, called me a cunt quite early on when I, <laughs> at the time I hadn't done anything, and I genuinely think he said it in jest. Yeah, like it was a joke. But being drunk, I took it quite badly and yeah. threatened him for the rest of the night, but never threatened him. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> I repeatedly asked him to hit me. Yeah, you kept muttering the phrase, hit me, hit me, hit me. Because I think you're like me in terms of we're not aggressive people, we're not fighters, we're not strong, we're not hard, we're not intimidating nope. in the slightest. But 
I will stand my ground if somebody comes to me. So like, I, I'm not the, f I couldn't ever throw a punch at someone, but if someone's trying to hit no. me, then I'll hit them. And the adrenaline kind of takes over. So you were like, you, you kind of needed to, to have him do something to you. So you justify a reaction. And then because you were just repeating the term hit me over and over again, uh, you became known as Stevie hit me white online. Yeah. Which... To a point that I remember being at stick form and um, I was walking through and some random girl from probably like year nine was shouting, hit me, hit wow, me. Wow, wow. Which was great. So cheers for that, Jack. So the vlogs went national then, boy. Well, I do have a couple of good notes from the vlogs, though. Yeah, um, <laughs> good. So from, from all of that drinking we did, there is a photo that you took of me passed out on a road. And it's on my Instagram as, um, I think Stevie might be drunk from Jack. Oh, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, posted, yeah. That's just me, like, I think I've just passed out near a lamppost. Yeah, you're sleeping under a lamppost, which, again, yeah. is something that I think is quite a regular occurrence when you're younger. But now, I can't imagine I'd ever do that. But I think we stay out later now. Yeah, we stay out later, but we're cool as fuck now. Yeah, the cat helps. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> I, I would just uh, like to say, I have never done cat in my life. I would I've always found it a really weird thing that someone's just decided to try. Yeah. Because it's a tranquilizer, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So um, I've never, anyway. I, I do want to put that on record that I've never gone near. Moving it. on. Yeah. Um, I do have a note saying Jack's camera from mm -hmm. the same summer. I can't remember if this is the exact name, but you'll know what it is as soon as I say it. Ollie Murs at 3am. Yeah, so I've never had a good body clock. I, I, I often stay up even now until about three or four in the morning. And did we vlog this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah was, okay. It was, it was your, hold, your old little holding. Yeah, I used to have like camera. a flip zoom, I think it was called, um, a yeah. little camera. And I remember just being bored at like two in the morning. So I messaged you because you live around the corner from me. I was like, shall we go and do something? And I think we were we too young to drink. I think I was 18 when I met you. I think just occasionally we didn't go. It might not have been a Saturday night. That could have been, it could have been like a Tuesday night. Yeah, but that never stopped us, mate. Because I remember when I broke up with my partner before Fiona, we, I went on a binge and like you were, you were like, <laughs> I'd be like, uh, I need someone to go out with. It's a Tuesday, it's a Wednesday, it's a Monday. And you would always be the one that would come out. So I don't think I'm that's... also an alcoholic. It's, true, it works true, well. true. It does make sense. But what we need to quickly clarify is Ollie Murs. Uh, I was going to say Ollie White. She's a whole different video. Uh, <laughs> Ollie Murs at three a.m. was the fact that I messaged. It was a vlog. It was a vlog, and I messaged you at one in the morning and asked if you wanted to go and um, sit by a river. Yeah, and we <laughs> did that exactly that. As you can tell, this is why your vlog channel never kind of exploded yeah but i think they were fun vlogs yeah i think the good thing about your vlogs is that it was never really for the audience it no. was for you to look back on yeah i just your made own memories i made all of my friends kind of like characters didn't i so like we, yeah. we we were playing ollie murs and i was just dancing through anglia square which is typically yeah. like the roughest part of norwich i guess which is the weirdest place to do it at 3am. Yeah, and uh, this is the kind of content you could get on Jack's camera. This is the <laughs> kind of content you could get. Um, yeah, what you got next then? Okay, so this, we now move on to the next year. So that must have been towards the end of 2012. We're now in 2013. Right. This is a big thing. I think we, we have definitely spoken about this before. Mm. TGF. 
Oh yeah, this is good. This is good. Yeah, we had um, we, this is before Jay and Ramel really kind of blew up. I used to speak to Jay a lot online, and I I lived at my mum's at the time because I, I was only a teenager, and uh, she went away on holiday for a week. So we got the boys from Birmingham to come down and stay for a for a night. And uh, yeah, I'll it let you a... I'll let you kick this one off. So we started. We met them in the centre of Norwich, mm-hmm. and. They were everything you'd expect TGF to be, even to this day. I, I'd imagine them doing exactly the same stuff based on what they're still uploading now. Yeah. I don't think it would be any different if they were to come again. No, so for anyone that may be familiar with Norwich, we have a big shopping centre called Chapperfield, which is an into. So I think people know what intos are. And um, we met them in there. And am I right in saying that when we met Jay, he didn't have any shoes on? No, he had shoes on. Right. And they asked where the toilet was. So we took him to the toilets and me and you waited outside and he came back out with a shoebox and then wearing no shoes. So he found yeah. a random shoebox in the men's toilets, took his shoes off and then just walked around with no shoes on with the shoes in the box. And I think we've said this on the podcast before um, in detail. It could have all been an act, but to their credit, whether or not they are acting online or not, they were, they were exactly the same in person. So either yeah. his whole life is an act or that is him. Yeah. Well, there was a few minutes after that, they, Ramel went and just sat on the bus, didn't he? Like in the bus doors playing FIFA on his PSP. Yeah. So where you, the, the, the steps actually onto the bus, he sat with his head out of the bus with his feet onto the bus and was just like preventing people from coming on or off while he played his PSP. Yeah, so that, then, then, then we went back to yours. You did the video where you ate some completely disgusting wasabi. and I was watching like that, that the other day, actually. Yeah, they squirt wasabi really? in my nose, which was horrible. Um, and then we had to, I had to make them sandwiches with whatever I wanted in them. And I remember that we, was also disgusting. we actually put Ramel's pubes in one of the sandwiches and Jay ate it. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, so disgusting. Yeah, yeah. I think the weirdest thing from the whole time they were round is we were all just sat in your living room and um, out of nowhere, Jay stands up, looks out your window and goes, I really want to smell that car. And oh, he walked yeah. out of your back door, round out to the front of the house and just went and sniffed the car and then came back in and uh, nothing more was said on it. And there was no cameras on, were there? No, it was just just out of the blue completely. And we were just like, what on earth? Yeah, but then when he was editing his video, he went really normal and he sat there and he was really calm and he was just creating this video. So I think he is very aware of the kind of role that he has to play. Yeah, or he's just in a very specific zone when he edits. Yeah, but either way... I also can't imagine they edit their videos anymore, so he might just be constantly mental. I don't know. I don't know, because I think Jay is one of the most driven people I've ever met. So although oh, so you think he might still edit it? Yeah, because although he's very, very silly, and, and whether or not we agree with the content or not is a different, different podcast entirely, but he is a very, very driven person, and I think he, he does actually deserve everything he has, because... He's been tr- he's been really grinded on that YouTube channel for a number of years, and like the whole merch thing yeah. they've done now, you've got to give them credit for that because their merch has taken. Oh, yeah, childish is huge. Yeah. I, wa- I I see it everywhere. I see it everywhere. Like it's it's mad. Yeah, that that was a very weird day. Yeah, very unexpected. There's no way you could have ever thought that that day was going to go the way it did. No, but I really like, and this isn't to say I don't like Jay, but I really really like Ramel. Oh, I loved Ramel. Mm. 
I such, really like Romel. Such a cool bloke. Like, a, yeah. a lot more calm than Jay. A lot e- e- <laughs> easier to kind of, like, manage. But, um, <laughs> yeah, just a top, top guy. Top, top guy. Okay, so after that, I have another big thing. Big thing right. for you that you've yeah. definitely spoken about before. BBC yeah. Three. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> So everyone knows um, I did a terrible BBC Three show called Hotel of Mum and Dad. Spoke about this on uh, last week's Happy Half Hour with Robbie Knox, uh, a show in which, in a nutshell, because you've probably heard it before, um, the BBC wanted to see if me and my partner at the time could move out and fend for ourselves in the big wide world. Um, and it was, I think it was filmed over a week or two. They give you a little flat. In, in Norwich uh, they work out your budget based on your income and they see if you can if you can do it but like I said on happy half hour it wasn't all what it seemed to be like I've been with my girlfriend for maybe two months they said we had to for the show to work I had to have been with her for a year so that was a that was broadcast and it made me look like a twat when they asked if I loved her and I said no that was awkward um, and uh, they also asked me what I was going to do with my money. And I said, I'm probably going to budget it and save. And they were like, no, nah, you, you should throw a party. So I was like, all right, I'll throw a party. It was a good party. It was, it was party. terrible, wasn't it? It was enjoyable. I liked it. We just played FIFA and had a few people around and got pissed. I don't see the issue there. <laughs> yeah. Party. yeah, true, true. And then uh, I, 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 I've got a feeling you've put this on because of my stand-up gig. Is that right? That's the main reason. I know you've mentioned it before, but the more people can hear about your failure, the better. Well, yeah, because they wanted to build a narrative on the show to say, look, he's just a silly little YouTuber that's not going to go anywhere. So what do you really want to do? And I kept saying, just want to do this. And they were like, yeah, but really, like, how, what, how do you really want to make money? I was like, just do this. And then they were like, <laughs> they kept pushing me. So I was like, all right, co- comedian, stand-up comedian. They were like, all right then, cool. And then on the last day of filming, they were like, oh, yeah, we booked you a gig what are you on about? Like, this is the last day of filming. They were like, yes, tonight, it's at a pub around the corner. So get your mates. Uh, you got a little 15-minute set to do, boy. And I was just like, shitting myself. It's the worst situation ever. I know you guys have probably heard this before, so I'll keep it short. But we turned up at the pub. I walked down there with you, Stevie, and then there was a guy crying in a, in a suit on the floor. So, I mean, I can't remember how accurate that is, but I remember there was some guy crying in some capacity, and that's how I've always seemed to tell the story. So I, either I've let my imagination run w- wild or that actually happened. I remember there being a man crying in some capacity. So yeah. I, I asked the landlord, and he said, oh, yes, yeah, because he's just been to his dad's funeral and we're hosting the wake. So, oh, brilliant. And I've now got to do a fucking stand-up gig. So I stood in the corner. I do I, remember how fake that whole thing was. It was terrible. Because... We were all at the flat that they made you guys stay in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they only let me and you walk together. So Nick oh, Rimsaw being like Jack and his friend Stevie, or his wingman Stevie, I think he described me as, which was weird. Wingman, um, yeah. When I've got a, I'm on there because I've got a girlfriend. Madness. <laughs> so and, um, weird. Yeah, we got to the pub. But the best part of that whole thing, not it being awake, is that was the first time on screen I was just described as... Jack's friend. Yeah, came up Stevie underneath Jack's friend. Everyone else had a role. That was your role. <laughs> Jack's friend. And nothing, nothing's ever changed. Nothing's it's ever changed. the same, exactly. That, that needs to be your Twitter bio, I think. Just Jack's friend. Jack's friend. I'm, I'll change it after this. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, that, was, that was, a, was... That's a funny memory. I'll give you that. It was good. And mm. then based, based on that whole time around, this is also when we had the night out, which involved you climbing on a man's boat. 
Oh God, I think I've told this on a, on a podcast before. A lot of our stories we have told because it's constantly trying to justify why you're on there. But uh... so, <laughs> <laughs> so you you haven't told this on this podcast. You have told it on Happy Half Hour because that's the only reason I remembered it. Yeah, and I can't believe we haven't spoken about it since because it was mental. Well, what have you forgotten about this? I completely forgot until you said it on Happy Half Hour. Yeah, and I so, was listening to it. And so I was like, we, oh, yeah. We went out in Norwich on a night out and I realised I'd forgot my wallet and for some reason, didn't you go back for me? I can't remember. I remember the boat part specifically. Yeah, yeah. So in Norwich, there's a famous sort of road called Riverside Road, which, believe it or not, is next to a river. And There's loads of little houseboats on there and there's one. There was one. And uh, because, because basically the side path is level with the top of the boat sort of thing because the river goes down yeah. obviously so i've i'm pissed and i'm an idiot and i'm a teenager many regrets were made uh i got onto the top of the boat and i was just stood there drinking a can not thinking somebody fucking lives on this boat and then before i know it this guy who's who owned the boat presumably banged from inside and he was like i i get off my fucking boat and i wanted to justify a reason for being there even though there is no possible justification so i just looked at him in the eyes and went um i'm waiting for my mum as if, as if <laughs> so that's fine then <laughs> stay stay there all you'd like let me know when she's here i'll invite her in for a cuppa yeah <laughs> i remember the second he banged and shouted at you i fucked off i sprinted away so quickly and ran on to prince of wales and just waited there for you to call me mm. <laughs> and that's a true show of your character summed up in a two-minute decision you're welcome Brilliant. I'm glad you put that Look, one in there. I had to make sure one of us was okay to bail out the other one if needed. Yeah, true. True. You're welcome. I like it. Um, it's funny. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. From there, we go on to 2014. We're getting there because there's a big three-year gap that I didn't really have much to say. Right. Um, so 2014, 
you introduced me to Vine. Yeah. And I remember quite a weird Vine I did where I was just filming. Can you remember your old photo wall? If, as if you're not going to know what I'm talking yeah, about. I'd be, I'd be intrigued to see how many listeners of Happy Hour can remember my photo wall, because it was quite iconic for me, my start on YouTube. Really. It was your background, yeah. yeah so yeah. I remember doing a vine in front of your photo wall, and then you walk into the room and go, get out of my fucking room. And that was the vine. <laughs> was like, that's common. <laughs> that is top-class common. Terrible. I remember on my vine, I, I had a cameo from Tish, who's, get out, do you remember that vine? It's like... Yeah. Yeah, get out me car, broom, broom. I had a little cameo from her and I thought, I fucking made it. I have made that it. That was the moment. Yeah, still the biggest guest and, yeah. that I've collaborated with, so. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Oh, um, but moving on from those, this is the same year we did Hip to Be a Hipster. Yeah, so this is probably the first proper official thing we ever did. This was big. This is when kind of like, I was a big fan of the Lonely Island um, growing up. Yeah. Like, jizz in my pants, I'm on a boat. Uh, we love sports, all that kind of stuff. And I, I always wanted to make my own comedy song. And at first, I came up with a concept of... <sighs> it's weird because I kind of wanted to take the piss out of hipsters, but at the back of my mind, I always kind of thought I probably was a bit of a hipster. Like, I yeah. used, used to wear the beanie hats, I used to have a lot of piercings and flannel shirts and skinny jeans and stuff like that. And um, I, I wrote a song called Indie Kids, which was terrible. Yeah, I remember um, putting some piano to that and it was the cringiest thing we'd ever done. Yeah. Um, my piano part was literally just a ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and the lyrics were... It was Do you remember the lyrics? We're indie kids, oh, we're indie kids. Everybody, Everybody. knows that we're indie <laughs> kids. Um, what is it? There's something about loving cats, but my allergy to them brings me out in a rash. Did, did indie kids love cats? Was that a thing that indie kids did? Apparently so. There were some triangle references in there as well, because triangles were the in thing. Yeah, Bastille yeah. and their triangle. Alt-J. Alt um, yeah, but then we, we moved on and yeah. luckily brought that into Hip to be a Hipster, which I think is a much better song. So we wrote a comedy song called It's Hip to be a Hipster. And um, our friends um, from As The Button Productions filmed it. Tom is the editor of this now, and, uh, and he, he did a really good job on the, on the filming. I just love how cool we are. Me too, but it just seems like everybody else in the world doesn't want to be as cool as us. Maybe nobody wants to be a hipster anymore. Of course they do, mate. It's hip to be a hipster. Doesn't matter. It's hip to be a hipster. Let's do this. It's hip to be a hipster. Cool to be a hipster. Shit if you're not hipster. So hip to be a hipster. For anyone who doesn't know this song, it was quite iconic for my channel. I think a lot of people liked it. I think it hit 100k quite quickly, which was always a target of mine. And um what we wanted to do, because obviously hipsters, I picture a hipster being the flannel shirts, the kind of like the big beards, the lumberjack type people with the handlebar moustache and stuff. And you had a big beard. I couldn't grow a beard, still can't really. Um, but you had a big beard. So what we did, we thought it'd be really clever if halfway, if, if it starts and you don't have a beard and then halfway yeah. through, there's a nice transition where you just grow a full beard. But in order to make that a reality, we had to film it in reverse order. So we had to film the bits with the beard 
first and then halfway through the day shave the beard I had to off. shave yeah and which was a big moment it was really difficult because all of the locations for the video were all around norwich but quite far apart so we had to film what seemed to be the whole video twice we had to go back to all the locations yeah. and the end scene which is actually the first scene is done at dusk but made to look like it's done at dawn yeah so it was all cool. like, yeah it was all backwards and also the thing there is that we also got makeup done to look like zombies yeah whilst i had the beard so in between that we had to rub all that makeup off then i had to shave then we had to do it all again but the cut tom did and as a button did for the beard coming back was seamless so it looks like i grow the beard instantly yeah and it was well a big good. thing it's a, yeah it's a really good yeah. And that song actually was number one in the comedy charts on iTunes yeah. as well. It's still on YouTube, so people can find it as yeah, well. Yeah, search it up, search it up. I want to see some comments on there saying who's here from the latest happy hour and stuff like that. Yeah. That'll be cool. Yeah. Um, and then we did, we did a few nicer things that year as well. That was the year of the homeless videos. Yeah, me and Alfie spoke about them recently. I'm not too sure what my opinion is on them now, because although it was done with the good intentions of giving money to the homeless, it's always kind of like there's a little bit of doubt over stuff like that because it was filmed and put on YouTube. So yeah. how, how good is a good thing if you film it and share it? I don't know. There's, there's two reasons I think it's good. One, I get the bad side of it. Um, good because it was your viewers who gave, donated the money. Yeah, so, so you needed the, to prove. The video was to, yeah, to show that the money was going somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then the one main reason I think it's good is the reaction we got off one of the guys, the guy who started, the Scouse guy. Yeah, yeah. Who pretty much started crying. Yeah, so we so gave, that the, was, the viewers donated 1,600 quid, or I think they donated just under, and then I had to match it or something similar. But um, we, we basically thought it'd be interesting to just take 100 pounds out and go around, go around Norwich and give it to 16 different homeless people. And we gave it to that little Scouse lad. I say little as if he wasn't way older than me. He was about but, a 50-year-old man, yeah. <laughs> but he, he, was, he was a tiny little bloke, yeah. wasn't he? Um, which I think just made it a bit more sweet. But uh, he was just so appreciative, and he, and he was almost in tears, which almost made us sort of choke up. And, yeah. uh, and it's weird, because I often say that I've done a lot of shit on YouTube. I think a lot of people have done things that they're not too proud of, um, and I'm no exception to the rule. I'm proud of that video, but... I've never had so much backlash on a video and it's like, it's mental because it's like, I, we are doing something nice. And like, for yeah. example, like example, the rapper, he does a lot of nice things. Like he, he gets his, his fans backstage and gives them free tickets and buys them pizzas and stuff like that. And he gets a lot of shit for it. And it's like, would you rather have someone do all of that stuff, but boast about it online? if you can call it boasting or just have yeah. someone not do that kind of stuff, then then no one benefits from it. So yeah. I don't understand why people get so uptight about it really. Yeah. There were a few weird people in the video. I know some of the backlash was over the homeless people that were lying. I know there's a couple of people in Norwich who pretend to be homeless. Yeah, I remember but... seeing comments over that. Um, and then I remember one specifically, I don't even know if it made the video, but I remember me and you walking away thinking that was weird. The guy who was eating a sausage roll, the homeless guy, mm. who you gave money, and he just went, hmm, cheers. Oh, yeah. And just carried on eating a sausage roll. And we were like, <laughs> yeah. reaction. Yeah, but you, you can't exactly like, go, well, I'll have that back until you give me a better fucking reaction. <laughs> Come on, it's shit for the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
let's move on. Let's move on from the homeless. Yeah. Thing. Um, yeah. So the end of 2014 is probably where we became as close as we could have possibly been. Yeah. Because you came to visit me in Bristol and wouldn't fuck off. Yeah, because I never went to uni and you were at uni. So I felt like I was getting kind of like the uni experience without any of the uh, the coursework, which which was yeah, good. Yeah, so you were due to stay for a week, I think. Yeah. And then you came and stayed for, I think, two weeks in the end instead. Left, went back to Norwich all of a week and then came and stayed with me. And I think you were here in total for well over two months. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Cause it was mental. I, that's when I fell in love with Bristol, which I'm still very much... Um, a, f- a massive fan of to this day so yeah I just I, I as I said I got to live like a uni student without any of the coursework we got to go out got to party I will admit some mistakes were made and the fact that I think we went out 11 nights in a row I have that written on here yes did, did you put 11 <laughs> I put seven but for some reason I remember it being higher but then I didn't want to lie if it wasn't well I have a tendency to exaggerate so I'd probably say that you're probably more accurate than I am uh, well the reason I put seven is because I specifically remember going out on every night and we went out on the Sunday night yeah and we were like this is a bit shit yeah but every other night Bristol has something on like yeah. even Monday nights and, th- and it was good because in Bristol it's a bit different than Norwich um and I don't know what other cities are like so if other people know of cities that have insane random nights out mm. it'd be lovely to know but yeah. Bristol has a big night pretty much every night of the week when yeah. you're allowed to go out yeah so like we, we we'd go to a different club every night yeah and it would be a different experience every time yeah it was, it was quality but it was also a bit depressing because we'd go out and then i'd just we'd sleep well i would sleep until about three in the afternoon i'd go I, to uni <laughs> yeah well i'd wake up then we'd start pre-drinking i'd go out again so that's something that i only ever want to do once and i've done it now we do that less often now at least. <laughs> yeah just once a week now <laughs> um we move into 2015 once you finally went back to norwich and this is when, um, around that time, Bristol and everything, hashtag Jackie started. Oh, really? I forgot about that. We were shipped. We were shipped? Uh, I think we were shipped and everything we posted, we'd post stupid videos of me and you in bed together. Yeah. <laughs> to be, like trying to be cute with each other. We tried to go quite full blown on the shipping. Yeah. We went all out with it. Are you going to talk about the thing with Mick Crompton? Yeah, I've got that on here, so... That's literally, so I've got hashtag Jackie and then I've just got Nick Crompton. Yeah, we pretended to be in a relationship so much so that when we was in London once on a weekend away with Nick Crompton, of all people, who famously went on to kind of propel Jake Paul and Logan Paul's career. Um, When he was out of the room, I thought it'd be funny if we got shirtless, got in bed, left the door open and had him come in and discover us. However, it was all faked, wasn't it? We faked the prank. Nick was in on it, fully in on it. And, um, we got in, Nick came in, we set up a camera, and Nick was like, what the fuck are you doing? In his northern accent, he was like, you're, you're my friends, what's going on? Well, I, don't, I don't know. And we didn't know how he should act in the video. We just thought it'd be funny if he was somehow weirded out by the fact that two of his mates were together. Yeah, the concept is weird, because the video was called Gay Sex Prank Gone Wrong, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. which then, is questionable. Yeah, thinking back to it now, it's not a funny prank at no. any point anyway. But it was more he was reacting because, like, two of his good mates were doing this without them realising. Yeah. Funnily enough, he did have his own hotel room and we didn't. So yeah, yeah. Anymore. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and he, he reacted badly. He, he reacted badly, which was part of the prank. It was all scripted. And then people started calling him homophobic, which is 
kind of funny because a year or two after that he come out as gay so it's like <laughs> i'm pretty sure he's not homophobic <laughs> <sighs> spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments there's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices free samples free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save 40% site-wide. 40% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. So yeah, that was, that was one of our questionable decisions. Yeah. Um, during that weekend, there was mm. a vlog on yours or Nick's channel, and it was one of me being quite angry with you guys. Do you remember why? Yeah, because we, uh, w- myself and Nick got on the tube and you didn't get on in time. Is that right? You, because you changed your mind last second and jumped on it so I couldn't get on. Oh yeah, that was I'd funny. I've barely ever been to London before. I had no idea where to go. <laughs> so what I did, because I didn't know what to do on tubes, is Googled where the M&M world was, which you guys wanted to go to, and walked there. Yeah, and it took you a, t- a-, a while, didn't it? It was about a 30 minute walk. Yeah, yeah, no, I just thought it'd be funny to run off from you like a little kid. But you've also got no signal in the tube station, so I couldn't just get on and think, because I didn't know where M&M World was opposed to which tube station I'd have to get off at, so I didn't want to just get on. So I got up and walked, and then there's this video of you or Nick just throwing a camera in my face after seeing you again after 45 minutes of not knowing where you were, and and I just look so pissed off. Yeah, yeah. Understandably, I think. It's Leicester Square, by the way, that's where you need to go. Oh, cheers, mate. Uh, <laughs> next time. Also, allergic to nuts. So I didn't want to go anyway. <laughs> That's why we wanted to go. <laughs> um, from here, there's, this was a big, big year for you. Jack has braces removed. Yeah. What's that got to do with our friendship? Um, I just wanted to write it because, one, it's nice for you, and, two, I remember hating you because um, there was a photo of me and you together and we're both smiling and your teeth looked so much nicer than mine. So I just wanted to, just wanted to let you know that there was a while that I hated you purely for your smile. And now your smile brings me nothing but happiness. Oh, what? What, because it's, got, it's terrible again? No! <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, God. You're meant to wear the thing when you go to sleep. Well... Um, <laughs> Your smile is still so much better than mine. Um, And then this is the year again, you went into another, went into music again, but without me. Did I? You did a song called The Dating Game. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, it was a brand deal for the dating app Badoo, but I still got you involved. You had to dress up as a woman. Yeah, (laughs) this is the main reason I wanted to mention it. Mm -hmm. I've always found brand deals for dating apps really strange Mm -hmm. when it's clear or it's very well known that the person promoting it is in a relationship. Was I in a relationship? But the amount of times... Yeah, Fiona was in the video. Oh, shit. Fair enough. Caught up in with her a while then. Oh. Yeah, 2015, <laughs> so I said. Mad. Mad. So, yeah. Is that... Like, whenever I see it online, I'm like, say... Um, let's go back to Tanya Burr. That's the first relationship I could have thought of. Tanya yeah. Burr and Jim Chapman. No yeah. idea why. <laughs> yeah. if, if one of them was promoting it and they were married, I'd be like, that's, that's a strange ad to do. Because yeah. you have to pretend to be trying to go on dates on that app. Yeah, but you could always pretend that you met on the app, I guess. Yeah, I guess. As long but, as you're getting your money, that's all that matters, isn't it? I, I, guess, uh, <laughs> I guess it was a bit difficult because you had to dress up as a woman, but you had a full-grown beard. 
I'm a single guy with average looks. I can't do poetry, I don't read books. I spend all my money on dinner and wine for the girl to go home and then never reply. Go, go and watch that one as well. <laughs> I dress as a woman with a pink wig and I'm wearing a women's... We had to go to Sainsbury's and have to try and find this women's item of clothing to actually fit me, which was fun. Mm. And we got like a pink strap top. It's horrible. And it's I'm, rank. I'm quite a hairy man. So for me to wear that with my chest hair sticking yeah. out was not the nicest. No, rank. Um, so yeah, that was a good, good thing for us. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. And then from here, this is quite strange. This is where we skipped near the end of this podcast, I think. Right. Because we don't really need to talk too much about what's happened since happy hour because it's all fairly public. And if yeah. people want to find that, they can go online and scroll through our shit. Yeah. Um, from 2015 to 2018, yeah. I didn't post a single thing with you other right. than saying happy birthday to you. Oh, really? So we went three years where we either didn't hang out or every time we did, I, we never took photos. I don't yep. remember. I remember us having a while where we didn't see each other. Partially, well, I finished uni in 2015, so I think I started working full time mm. and then I just couldn't come back to Norwich as much as I would have liked to. Yeah. Um, I do have something in my mind that we fell out um, and V V Festival, was that a thing back in the day? Yeah. I remember giving you a deposit, like £70 for V-Festival, and then we fell out, and it took me fucking ages to get that money back off Did you, you get it back? Um, uh, yeah, I did in the end. No, no I didn't. You, still, <laughs> you just want to bring it over now. <laughs> yeah, I can't... No, I, yeah. I, 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 it sounds like bollocks, but I genuinely can't remember that. I don't know if I've blocked we it out. We fell out... I, yeah, I don't think it was then, though. I just have it in my brain. Because um, I remember I was meant to be at V-Festival with you, but Jason... I think it was over Jason. He was a bit of a right. prick when I, mm, he, uh, he, hate, he hated me. Mm. Um, but yeah, we just didn't really hang out. And then there was a photo in 2018 of us being reunited that you posted of you oh. in that quite nice coat you have, um, yeah. like the cream coat you have in waterfront smoking area. Oh uh, yeah, that must have been around, was that around happy hour time then, do you think? So this was February 2018. Oh, so it was a while before we started. A few months before, yeah. And then my next note on that year so we'd still like talk obviously quite a lot then mm. i think it was just that i couldn't come back to norwich often so yeah we'd still talk all the time and still like play fifa and stuff online yeah but i just wouldn't be with you in norwich yeah 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 um, and, and then and then we decided because you live in bristol and i live in norwich a good way to regularly do stuff together would be to meet um halfway which is in london to do to do the podcast to do this podcast exactly. that people are listening to now and uh which is full circle yeah and then yeah that's what I have September, October. I've just written happy hour and big. Yeah. Um, but this was all... So if any, anyone wants to direct hate towards me still being on the show, mm. if anything, you can actually blame Fiona, I believe. It was her idea for you to ask me, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Because I don't think we were speaking too regularly, but she was like, oh, why don't you ask Stevie? Because she's always found you, found you funny and got on with you. And, and, and to no disrespect to you whatsoever, when I was thinking about hosts, you didn't really come into my mind because obviously yes. I went... <laughs> but I went, <laughs> we weren't super, super close um, at the time. And you weren't in my friendship of, like, Norwich friends. So I was, like, trying no. to think. And then I was thinking YouTube-based friends and you didn't fall under that category. And it was only Fiona that suggested you. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's not a bad shout. I asked you because obviously you've had a full-time job since we've been doing happy hours. So I didn't know whether or not it'd be feasible logistically. Yeah. 
turns out it was and then we went from there and then since then just we, it's got it's gone from strength to strength originally it made sense <laughs> to yeah. me to be there yeah. because it was you and alex alex the youtube god of knowledge that's what yeah. we needed him for yeah so okay. it was the whole original idea was for it to be very very youtube based mm -hmm. and then i was there as the clueless person for the youtube guy, yeah. as as many people commented, why have someone on a podcast if he knows nothing about YouTube? Mm -hmm. But that was the point. It was so that I could ask the questions that the audience who also doesn't know about the situation might ask. Yeah, you were meant to play the role of the, of the, average, the average man who doesn't watch YouTube. Yeah. yeah which you very and much still are. Some but people got it. Obviously, our channel, our podcast isn't YouTube too YouTube-centric now. But we do no. venture into it every now and then, and, and when we do, we bring Alex back for that that very reason. But um, yeah, now you're just a now you're just a host, and people are going to have to like it or lump it. I think the majority of people mm. like it. You are the butt of the jokes, which I like. Um, I'm okay with that. It's fine. The way I see it is, I've bullied you for years, but now I've finally found a way to monetize that bullying. Which is... <laughs> That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. And I finally found a way to get money from being bullied. <laughs> yeah. So it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> True. There we go. So I hope that cleared up um, who Stevie is and uh, what he does. Um, well, not what I do. No, no but, but still no one knows that. But who you are, yeah. Um, just moving on from that slightly, if anyone has any ideas of the kind of stuff they'd like to see during this lockdown, in an ideal world, myself and Stevie and, and, and the Happy Hour family will be back in the studio as soon as we're allowed. Literally the day Boris says we can we can do it, we will do it. Um, because it's just not the same over over yeah. over the internet quality wise um both in the content and, and and the equipment and stuff like that so do let us know tweet us we do have a new instagram account now which is run by our friend alfie which you can follow at jack's happy hour podcast it's a long handle uh but i'm sure you'll <laughs> you'll, you'll do i didn't even realize it was that long yeah it's massive you can't when you when you tag it on a story you can't even put it in one line it says jack's happy hour p and then on the second line it says oddcast oddcast which i hate yeah uh but yeah steve you got anything else to add um i think it would be nice if people can tweet you and happy hour as much as possible saying how much they enjoyed this episode not for any reason other than I know you've been struggling a bit with motivation for the podcast. So I think if people can tell you that they're yeah. enjoying it still, even in isolation, you can stay motivated enough for us to continue to record. Yeah, I've been fully motivated this year and stuck to my promise of two a week. And um, although I do want to carry on with the two a week, I won't do it if it means the quality of the content takes a dip because ultimately I want the, the show to still be a good show to listen to. So do let us know, as Stevie just said, guys. Um, Stevie, nice one for putting them points together. That's all right. I'm glad you remembered our friendship so well. Yeah, again, I wouldn't quite call it a friendship, but there, <laughs> so there we go. So, right, we'll leave it there. Uh, we'll see you, I'll see you on Friday, guys, for a happy half hour. And uh, myself and Stevie will take on your feedback and work out where we go from here. Do tweet us, do let us know. This has been Jack Mates Happy Hour. I've been Jack Mates. Stevie, thank you very much. See you later. See you, guys. Jack Mates Happy Hour. This was a Stakhanov production.